0: James chapter 1, let's begin reading in verse 18. And I'm going to read to through the end of the chapter, and then I'm going to come back with and read out of New Living. James chapter 1, verse 6, verse 7 or 18. I'm sorry, says, of he speaking of God, of his own will, fathered he us with the word of truth. That we should be a kind of first fruits of his, of his creatures of the creation. I'm going to read that again. Of his own will, fathered he us that we, we, that with the word of truth. This is talking about actually your the, uh, the born again experience. He chose to. It was his will. To redeem us. That's sort of a first, it says, that's sort of a first fruit of his creatures. Wherefore, my beloved children, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man works not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness of, uh, and superfluity and naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. Wow. What kind of statement is that? That we would receive the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. What is the power of the engrafted word of the word of God? It has the power to save your soul. Paul said to the Romans in, in chapter one, verse 16, he said, "For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation, to the Jew first and then the Greek. Which is why in' 15, he said, As much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are in Rome, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God unto salvation." to the Jew first, and then to the Greek. He says to re, to re, in James, to receiving you the engrafted word, which is able, able means uh, the word, the root word, the Greek word is dunamis, which is where uh, we get dynamite, as you know, it's also in Acts 1 and 8 where it says you shall receive power, dunamis, uh, the word able in the word of God means he has the power. It says, receiving yourself the engrafted word, which has the power to save your soul. I'm going to tell you right now, that's the reason why we better get back to preaching. Why? Because we talked about it at the late night session the other night in the cafe over here after the July 4th party. The method is the preaching of the word. hello Wednesday night there's so much talk about everybody's trying to come up with the way to reach people I may not get any further everybody's always talking about the method all of my life now I, I, I've heard about the method and usually in the context of something stupid like saying that you, that you, can, that you can change the method but not the message. But I, I'm here to stand and tell you tonight that the method is the message. The method is the message. Uh, you, you, you can change the decor. You can change the style of music. Those are not methods. Those are preferences. ho oh, People getting all caught up in their preference and thinking they got a method when the method is the foolishness of preaching. The Bible says it is by the foolishness of preaching that men are saved. How do you know that? Because Paul said to the Roman church in chapter 10, he says, How shall they believe in whom they've not heard? And how shall they hear unless one is sent? How shall they hear without a preacher? Boy, we better come back to the time of realizing that it's the preaching of the word. It says it that the engrafted word has the power, has the ability to save your soul. Huh? So in light of that, he says, "To hear." Oh, I can think. I'm seeing things in a whole new light tonight. I got to tell you, there was a firestorm of of Holy Ghost download going over here while ago. If you was wondering what was going on, see, you're prepared for preaching the same scriptures, prepared for the same message, and then all of a sudden, it's like lightning strikes. And when lightning strikes, I've just learned to follow the strike. It says to. Be, the, the, it says, wherefore, well, what does wherefore mean? It says, of his own, of his own will, he fathered, with a, he fathered he us with the word of truth, that we should be kind of a firstfruits of his creatures. Wherefore, in light of that, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of God works not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay aside all of this stuff, And be doers of the word rather than hearers only, deceiving your own self. For if you be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man beholding his natural face in a glass, for he beholds himself and he goes his way and immediately forgets the manner that he was, man that he was. But whoso looks in the perfect... But who but whoso looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein? Man, that, would, that little phrase right there could mess up some theology. Oh, my word. This is not the Assembly of God version of the Bible, by the way. This is the King James Standard, the one that Paul used. Because you know there's lots of folks in this world that don't, if it's not like King James, it's not Bible, so I'm reading out of it. I happen to believe it's the best version, and I study out of it, but it's not the only version. It's, a man. it's an old man, amen, or oh, me. But I did, just, just in case you needed to know that it was Bible, it's King James. And, 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 and you know, and it's not an a A.G. King James or a Baptist King James or, or a Methodist King James. It's just the Bible. And since I'm gonna, since it's the Bible, I'm going to read that again because it's just, there's something that says right there that somebody needs to hear. But whoso looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, he be, being not forgetful hearer, but a doer of the word, this man shall be blessed in his deed. For if any man among you seem to be religious and bridle[s] not his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this man's religion is in vain. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Hmm. Can I read that in a not inspired version? No, that's the NIV. We don't use that one. Y'all need to loosen up on a Wednesday night. You need to loosen up. We're going to be serious about the word, but you need to loosen up. Hello? Hello? Hey, if y'all can party on the fourth, y'all can loosen up on the sixth. Hello? Have to look, I, have, I have to work on this crowd. I have to use a little WD-40 on them every once in a while. <laughs> Go to, back to James chapter 1, verse uh, 18. Let's read it in the New Living Translation. Is that all right? It's all right because I said so. Listen to this. He chose to give birth to us by the giving of His true word. And we, out of all creation, became His prized possession. Boy, could I do some preaching on modern times right now. We're not like everything else in this creation. We're not like everything else. This thing was made for us and not us for it. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. We must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness of God's desires or does not produce the righteousness that God desires. So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives Hmm. and humbly accept the word God has planted in your heart for it has the power to save your soul. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Mm. I thought the word was just for preaching, not for doing. Hello? Don't just listen to God's word. You must listen, you must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it's like a glancing at your face in the mirror. You see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, if you do what it says and don't forget what you've heard, then God will bless you for doing it. And if you claim to be religious, but don't... James harped on things. And he challenged some, the nature of human thinking. How he challenges me because I was a long time before I figured out that self-control was a fruit of the Spirit. I'll get to that in a minute. Because I, 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 now this is not a good time to say amen, I'm going to tell you right up front. But I, I've been known to be a big mouth all my life. Every report card I ever had, back in the day when they done it, everybody everybody's in here is old enough, I think you remember, they used to have grades at the top and little um, comment areas at the bottom. Uh, I, I guess it was probably... Uh, S- uh, Human interaction um, characteristics of where you, how, how, your, how your social development was working. How's that? Remember? It had stuff like citizenship. I don't even think people know what that is anymore. If they did, they'd think it was racist. I'm only half kidding. Because you know, if you, if, you, if you actually expect people to learn how to act, you know, having any standard. But somewhere down that list was something that always said something about talks too much. And every report card I had, I had to check on that. I bet if you went to mom's house, found my report card somewhere, that there, without exception, There's not a quarter or six weeks that didn't have a check mark by talks too much. So what I'm trying to tell you is by nature, I talk a lot. Now they wake up. and 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 I'm going to have to keep this within the lines of civility for for preaching, but my daddy used to say things to me like, boy, you better get control of that. You better quit letting your mouth write checks that your backside can't cash. Yeah. My my papa, he said, son, son, you're gonna let your you're letting your alligator mouth, right? What your tadpole? That's what he called me. By the way, he called me tadpole <laughs> all my life. Nobody, that's off limits, especially you. I will kill you. <laughs> Now, what am I talking about? We're, we're just taking a little break. You, need, you needed a breath before we, we, before we start swinging for the fences. But it's all in here. But right here in the middle of all of this, and, and, and James is going to address, address it at least twice more in his little epistle here, is there because there, uh, I, I hear preachers. I've heard me. I've heard some of you. Uh, I, some of us are prone to, to, to talk and and. and and, uh, you know, saying what's on her mind. And I, I mean, I took the word about let your yes be yes and your no be no pretty seriously. And that's good and that's fine. And that, but we want to act like we're not in control of what comes out of our mouth. And I don't want to preach James chapter 2 yet. But I'm going to tell you, when you were lost, you couldn't control your mouth. It says, no man can contain the tongue. But I'm going to tell you, when you got saved, you became a new creation in Christ Jesus. And you were empowered by His Spirit. You were indwelled by His Spirit. And with His Spirit came its fruit. And the fruit of the Spirit, among others, is self-control. Which means you got some control over what comes out your yet. Be quick to hear, slow to speak. Mm, I still have trouble with that sometimes. Now, you didn't know it was Scripture in elementary school and at Babau's house and all that, but they used to say things like, God gave you one mouth and two ears for a reason. And you didn't know that that was Scripture, but it's James chapter 1. Be quick to hear, slow to speak. Y'all ain't liking this. It, it says, it says to be, if you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself, and your religion is worthless. Hmm. Man, don't you re- wish he didn't write some things sometimes? Are you ever reading through this book and you think, Man, I wish he hadn't said that. Well, I do. You ain't going to admit it. There's things he said I wish he hadn't said it. Because when he said it, and I read it, and I understood it, then I had to apply it, now I'm responsible for it. Oh, by the way, we're responsible for things. Boy, that's a crazy notion in this day and earth. We won't blame it on everybody. Mm-mm. my. My. If you read this book, it takes a lot away a lot of human excuses. if we claim we we believe this word when we preach it, when we hear it, if we don't apply it, you haven't accomplished a thing. It's worthless. Like looking in the mirror, it says, and forgetting what you look like. Now, I realize some of you would like to do that. Yes, I know you. But he says that's foolish. Foolish. You know, that, that, do you know, look at me, do you know that the Word of God is a mirror? Do you know that the Word of God is a mirror? Do you know that's why people hate it? Do you know that's why the people hate the Word of God and they hate the preaching of the Word of God? Do you know why they hate it? Because it confronts them and they see themselves and they don't like what they see, or they don't want to change what they see. It's confronted them. It's punched them in the face, but this is, this is who you are. Hello? This is all right stuff. Some, <laughs> How many of you have ever saw yourself in a picture? You think, man, I can't believe I look like that. Guess what? You do. You ever heard yourself in a recording? How many of you remember the first time you ever heard a recording of your own voice? You thought, who's that moron? (laughs) Do people really have to listen to that? Boy, I wish I sounded to y'all like I sounded in my head. Hello? You say, and and, and how many of you ever turned to that sweet spouse? Or whoever, and say, do I really sound like that? If they said anything other than yes, exactly like that, they lied to you. <laughs> Sounds just like you. Looks just like you. The Word of God will show you who you are. It will make, it'll put a mirror in front of your face, and, and guess what? That mirror ain't lying. Hello? Hello? The truth, see, the, 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 the word of God is a true reflection. It casts a true reflection because it's pure truth. Mm. Slow to speak, quick to hear. James packs a powerful wallet verse by verse, line by line throughout the whole entirety of his writing. James didn't play. Can I go back to 18 now? That we read through the end of the... I don't know how long it'll take us to actually get to the end of this chapter. But I wanted to put it in... I wanted to frame it In his whole thought. Man I wish I was. I wish it was Sunday morning right now. For just a second. (laughs) Speaking of him. Let's just go to 16. Back up to 16. Don't be misled. My brothers and sisters. Whatever is good. And perfect. Is a gift coming down to us from God our Father who created all the lights in the heavens and he never changes or cast a shifting shadow how consistent is God he never changes how steady is he how light is he, he's so light and he can't cast a shadow and the shadow never shifted if he did he never changes. When society changes, God is the same. When the church changes, God is the same. When our standards change, His never do. It says He He chose, who's who's the subject here? We teach on Wednesday nights, remember? Who's the subject here? Well, he. He chose to give birth to us. Who's the he? God. I'm not going to preach on it tonight. I'm still got a lot of digging to be ready to take on all the rhetoric of the day, but I want you to read something very slowly. I want you to consider its words very carefully. I want you to think about what's being said. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word. This is talking about our reconciliation, our redemption. But, but, and we, out of all creation, Became his prized possession. There's something that we need to realize right now. I'm talking to us because the pressure is on. And this is why it is so lost because we we are so allergic. To just preaching the straightness and strongness and the simplicity of His Word, that is unwavering, it's unbiased. It, does, it doesn't make, it doesn't move, it doesn't change with the wind. It stays the same. We can, we can, we can ignore it. We can cast it off. But the fact of the matter is, is it still? true it's still right and it's still unchanging and we are not like anything on this earth he he created us for himself different than everything else the human race is unique unto itself Created in the likeness and in the image of God himself. And he didn't speak us. He formed us. He didn't say let there be. He formed us and put his own breath into us that made man a living soul. The first fruit of his creation. We are his prized The scientific world, hey, will try to tell you that we're just evolved in the the animal kingdom. Y'all need need something solid here. Because everything is in doubt. Have you not figured out that everything is being called into question? Everything. Thing that is true is being called into question right now in the church it's not just outside where everything that's been settled for centuries is now up, up for grabs and, and it's not the way oh no that's not the way you thought what you thought was good oh no that's not good that's bad hello Y'all don't even know what I'm talking about. That everything's been settled, it's now up for grabs. I could give you examples. America's not good, America's evil. I I, I saw some crazy nut job, uh, I think it was MSNBC host today, yesterday say that the problem in this America is half of its people is enslaved to an ancient document. I didn't come to preach America tonight. I'm, I'm giving you an example of, of where we're at, that, every, that the world is upside down. It reminds me of hee-haw if it was funny, but it's not funny. Y'all remember our hee-haw? Y'all, you don't have to admit how old you are. But y'all remember our hee-haw when they, when they had this, well, let's get that. They'd say, they'd have a little conversation. He'd say, that's good. He said, oh, no, that's bad. Y'all remember that guy? And he, would say, and he would explain it. He'd say, Oh, that's bad. He said, Oh, no, that's good. You got a memory? There, he flipped everything all the time. That's where we're at in the church world. I read where, I read where it's all over Facebook, it's, it, it's, it's going all over the church. I'm going to have to teach on it because it's taking the world by storm. I read just this week where, since Creflo's decided that the tithe, the tithe is not scriptural anymore. I thought, I find that amazing after he stole tithes from every church in this country to a billionaire himself. I find that incredible. I don't mind saying that the crook stole from every, every church that, uh, in the country by promising uh, greedy people that they'd get rich if they gave to him. Can I just take a pause since y'all are looking at me funny? I'm, just gonna, I'll, I'll, I'm probably going to preach on it Sunday. I'm not for sure. Because I'm going to I see what y'all think I just, react. no, I, I keep, I, I am here to keep the foundations intact. And when they come under attack, you don't think for one second that second I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to come back with the truth of this church and I'm going to straight, point straight to the word of God. And I'm going to say Creflo Dollar is a lying heretic. And I'm not going to care who likes it. Who, he's always been, by the way. He didn't just become one. But, people, but the American church has been so greedy and so incensed with getting rich that they traded the truth of God's word for filling their bank accounts. so they listen to these losers and make billionaires out of them and then get mad when people like me say something. When they're thieves and they're robbers and they're crooks and they're heretics... Um, You can like it, leave it, leave, come, go, whatever you want to, but it's the truth. They're criminals. And after he after he's enriched himself, now he's decided to come out and introduce bad doctrine, and it takes the church world by storm. That all of a sudden the tithe is not scriptural. And you know why? All, why it's taking the church world by storm? The same reason his prosperity message took the world by storm, because then it says you don't have to that you don't have that you don't have to uh, contribute to the church anymore. Like you get to keep it. Liars and thieves. I get tired of being rebuked for, for, for beating the wolves off the door. I'm not talking about minor disagreements here. I'm talking about they put themselves in conflict with the word of God. They're liars and they're thieves. Yeah. Amen. Mm. Makes me wish it was Sunday. what a time we're in where we have to reestablish the basic tenets of faith in pentecostal churches what a time we're in where where people don't don't even know the value of the word of god what a time we're in! When whenever you have to, when well, James had to write it, so we have to preach it. That that says that if you're if you're hearing but you're not doing, that your that you're, that your religion's worthless. What's true is what's in the Word. Man, I want to preach Sunday now. I may make a clip of that last two minutes. Just to blow the world up. You know what? I'm going to stop saying a little more about that because I still see the confusion. And I've dealt with it with preachers. Dealt with it with church people. It is high time that people backbone up and call it like it is. You say you seem mad i am you, you look at me i am mad i'm not talking about it because james just said that your righteous anger doesn't work the will of god uh, it says that your human anger doesn't work the righteousness of god but what god is angry about does yes 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 and i want to tell you there's things that god hates and the pulpit better learn, and the pew better learn, and everything in between better learn that you better learn to, to love what God loves and to hate what God hates. Now, I'm gonna tell you, God hates thieves and he hates liars, and he hates people that say and, and, and hate people that, that blame it on him and act like it's his word. He hates it. And it's wreaked havoc on the church for the last 50 years. The reason that people want it their own way is because they think it's about them. They think it's Burger King. What are you talking about? Because remember, Burger King's uh, slogan used to be, Burger King, have it your way. And the, and the word of God's not Burger King. You don't get to have it your way. I don't quote Hagee very often, but I'll quote him tonight. How's that? He says, God's not in heaven saying, let's make a deal. He is in heaven saying, this is the deal. Amen. Amen. This is the way. Walk you in it. And I'm going to tell you, somebody hear me tonight in the room or out of the room, all the things I'm talking about, and i got plenty more to say tonight and in the coming weeks that, that the reason that the messages have to be so blunt and so straight and so un- and, so un- uh, and, and, and presented in such a way that you can't, there's no possible way that you can miss the point, it's because if there's a way to miss the point, this church age finds a way to do it. If there's a way to dance around it, they dance. If there's, if there's a way to hang on to the greed and the filth and the filthy lucre and the greedy preachers, then they'll hang on to their hero because they're greedy themselves. I could, I, it's attached to everything. If you want to know why human life has no value today, it's because we've attached a monetary value to it. If you want to know what the arguments are all about today on human life, we literally, ah, oh, we've got, we've got, watch the news. Can I ask you a question? Do you know why Dick's Sporting Goods and Starbucks Coffee and, I mean, help, help me with the others, I know Dick Sporting Goods, I know Starbucks Coffee. How many of you heard about companies that are now going to pay the expenses for people to travel and to pay for, uh, and to pay for their abortion? It's not, do you, do you know why that is? It's not conspiracy, I'm not making it up. It's, it, it, it's, it's in the news, you can go see why, and I'm going to tell you why. It's not because they care about constitutional rights or the lack thereof. It's because their pencil pushing accountants in their in their HR and insurance department has calculated the cost of a pregnancy versus a non-pregnancy. It, it, it's calculated the cost of what it costs to give birth and to add insurance to that child for 26 years if if they stay for that company, and they have come to the conclusion that it's much more economical, that it is much more that it is much more uh, beneficial to the company to pay to fly them across the country and pay for their so-called health care than it is to give birth. We have literally attached the value, the dollar symbol, to human life, and it's because the church in America has become about how much God is going to give me, give me, give me. My name is Jimmy, what will you give me? When the gospel has never been about those stupid things. I found the vein, I might as well stay in in a minute. The gospel has never been about money. The gospel is universal. Hear me. The gospel is universal. What does that mean? The gospel is the same for everyone in every country, in every place. It will have the same effect everywhere it goes. And if, and, if the, and if the gospel cannot go to the bush in Africa and give them a mansion, three Rolls Royces, and a jet airplane, then it's not the gospel there, and it's not the gospel here. Because God is no respecter of persons. That's not the gospel. It's the gospel of greed. It is heresy. The gospel has nothing to do with your financial status. And it's the reason that you're watching what you're watching on the news. It's the reason That the church world is, there's the most telling five days I have ever seen on social media since its invention. I was in Africa watching it from there, but my phone worked. The most telling five days of social media since its inception was the five days after a court ruling that I got to watch what church people and preachers had to say or not say. It's been baffling. It's been telling, and it's all because everything has come down to what dollar sign you can put on it, and where to move the decimal point. No wonder this word says that the love of money is the root of all evil. Actually, the literal translation is better. It's, it's a, the love of money is the is the root of much evil. Follow the money. Honey, they don't care about you. Right. They, they, care, they care about the accounting at the end of the quarter. Exactly. These, these lying, dog, greedy preachers don't care about you. They're thieves and they're robbers. Because the gospel in principle it's equal throughout the whole world. I will tell you what, it won't, it won't make a billionaire in Africa, but it'll set the captive free. It'll open blinded eyes. It will deliver from demonic possession. It, it will heal, it will deliver, it will save, it will baptize. It will do the same thing here. It will heal, it will save, it will deliver, it will baptize. And your financials, I'm going to tell you, anywhere the Spirit of the Lord comes in, He's going to elevate something. I mean, there, I mean, it, it, it's going to benefit all the way across the board. But, the, but, the bottom, but I'm going to tell you, my Bible still says that the little lady that gave the least gave the most. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to keep preaching. Church, I'll just tell you right on the front of the Wednesday night crowd, for every day that passes, with every day that I see another one of my colleagues rebuke someone for standing for what's truth, but they don't have a word to say about the, the, the people that got us here. I don't know why God called me. I don't know why he saved me for now. But he called me and he saved me for now. And I'm going to tell you, he he told us he'd give us power and he'd give us boldness if we would walk in in his word and in his spirit. And I am, by day by day, I am more determined than I've ever been to just plow the road straight and let the chips fall where they may. They can rebuke me. For calling Creflo a crook? I don't care. Creflo's still a crook. And his greedy dog mentor, Kenneth Copeland, is too. I don't care who likes it, who doesn't. I don't care if he's sponsoring Mario on TV. I don't care. He's still a greedy dog crook. The reason he's willing to sponsor Mario is because Mario puts money in the coffers. Lock like it or lump it, it's not the gospel. I don't know why Mario doesn't separate himself from that garbage. I, I'm helping some. You know what? I might as well just sit down and help you tonight. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't understand some people's relationships. Mario and Marilla ought to work, walk away from those crooks. That's right. That's right. You're right. And the longer he hangs out with them, the, lo- the more my curiosity goes up about why he's staying. I just got to tell you. Hello? Oh, it's uncomfortable right now. Because I'm going to tell you the Bible says that bad company corrupts good character. And that doesn't change for anybody. Hearers of the Word. Hearers of the Word. You read it. You just ignore it. We read it and we ignore it because we like them or because we've caught on to something or because they've done something good at some point. By the way, did you know that evil people can do quote-unquote good things? Did you know that? Do we even realize that anymore? Why? Because that's what creates the deception. Hello? Why are we so enamored with the sensational instead of what's true? I'm, asking, I, I'm, digging, I'm digging on the mad crowd tonight, and I know I am. I want to know why we're so enamored with what's sensational Instead of with what's true, I want you to ask yourself that before you get mad at me, before you email me, before you meet me at the back door, before or before you walk out and don't come back, ask yourself. Why am I so enamored with the people that I can point to their lies and point to their greed and point to their filth and point to their corruption, but I'd rather be mad at my preacher that'll tell me the truth and keep supporting these these heretics than to just accept what they are, cut, cut, bait, and run? Why? It's a challenge. Why? I chose you, giving us his true word. And out of all the creation, you're his prize. Understand this. Be slow to speak, quick to listen. Slow to anger. Human anger doesn't produce the righteousness of God. But get rid of all the filth in your life. Oh, that's where we need to stop right now. We, We just adding Jesus to the shelf. What is adding Jesus to the shelf when the Word of God clearly tells us to get rid of the filth, to get rid of the trash. Who? You. Who? You. Oh, you're not hearing that. We think God's just going to come down and, and, and clean our closets. You've got to be a willing participant in everything that God ever does in you. Because I gotta tell you that the will that the that the Spirit of God somebody hear me tonight. This is good preaching. It's good preaching. Because what you need to understand is we got this stupid idea. I keep using that word because it's stupid. I'd use a better one, but this one seems to work best we got this dumb idea that when we get saved and when we have the Spirit of God in us, that He's going to come in and take over our will and take over our presence, take over our personality, and He's going to come in and, and make zombies and robots out of us, and He's going to do all of this for us. And what He's, what he's done is come and give you a new nature, a new, made you a new creation, giving you His good word and His good spirit, which gives you, that, that, that Paul wrote, He's given you both the will and the ability to do. Because you didn't you didn't have the want to or the ability before you got C.C. as power. You didn't have the want to or the power. Did you hear me? You didn't have the want to or the power. You didn't have the ability. You didn't have the power. But it says when you got born again, he gave you both the will, that's the want to, and the ability, the power to do it. And when you have his power, then you have his ability. And when you have his ability, what you couldn't do before, you can now. And he's telling you to get rid of all the filth and the evil in your life and to humbly accept the Word of God. When you get saved, when you're walking with God, you have to still humbly, that's the things I'm preaching on tonight, by the way, you have to humbly accept the Word of God. When you reject the Word, you've rejected truth. That's why I'm telling you, that's why I have, I have bluntly named names and I have bluntly given you examples and I have bluntly, I could say a bluntly whole lot more but people today cannot wake up and see when they're holding on to what God hates that they're not humble about anything. That's pride. When he gives you truth, and by the way, they're not, they're not, a, little, they're not a lot right and a little wrong. There's no, what does it say? First John. There's no truth that's of a lie. Let me help you. i got to help you quick. There's a principle that flows out of John chapter 3 that's widely ignored. When Jesus, when Nicodemus has came to Jesus by night. So he had more to say in John chapter 3 than for than for God so loved the world that he gave. There's more there. There's more than than John 3 16. When Nicodemus started asking him questions, Jesus said, You must be born again. And there, there's a little statement in there. He said, He, he said, Lest a man be born of the, of the spirit and uh, of, the, of the water and of the spirit. Remember? That's important, but there's a little statement in here that's 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 a, a, such a powerful statement but yet it's so ignored. It says and because and, and when John began to ask him questions, Jesus said to him, He said, Listen, whatsoever is flesh is flesh. And whatever is spirit is spirit. You say, hmm, that didn't mean a thing to me. And you know what he is literally telling him? The two can't cross over. It can't be born of the flesh and suddenly become spirit. And it can't be of the spirit and suddenly become flesh. That it's one or the other. And what does that mean? It's talking about all these little heretical nuggets that get thrown out there that people buy and they say, oh, there's some truth in that." No, there's not. The only, the only illusion of truth is to set the hook and to bring in the deception to catch you. But the whole thing is a lie and must be rejected. Mm -hmm. Get rid of all filth and evil in your lives. Now somebody needs me to say this again. Because, well, can I talk to the other side of the spectrum just a minute? Because I've been talking to the fleshy side, the, well, the carnal side. No, that's not even good either because both of these are carnal and fleshy. I've been talking, I've been talking to the, the, the far outside, side that, that the other side of the spectrum that's in the era can recognize, but they don't recognize what's going on in theirs. Let's see if this makes sense. with all the filth and the evil in your lives. Because, see, there's an there's a element of the church, particularly the full gospel church, that doesn't know that a believer can have evil in their life. Because they've got some idea that when you got saved, that everything, that, that everything became perfect, and that there was no longer any evil in your life, and if there's any evil in your life, therefore you're lost. Are y'all following that? Are you, do you follow that? Do you understand what I'm talking about? I'm talking about the, the, the people that think that, they, that they've got it all down. They've got it all down pat. And if you've got anything going in your life that's not, that's not just perfect with God, if you've got any evil in your life that you're lost, so when they read that, they think, it says, says, get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word of God, they think that James is talking to the world and talking to the lost. When James is not talking to the world, he's not talking to the lost, he's talking to the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, and he's telling you to get rid of the filth. That's what I'm doing tonight. If you wonder what I've done tonight and what I have, what I have bashed hard and the things I've said that you don't like and the things that stir, you, that stir things up in you, I'm telling you to get rid of the filth in your life as a believer. I'm not telling you you're lost. I'm telling you that you're going to lose something, maybe everything, if you don't get rid of the filth and the evil. The things I've talked about tonight is evil. Get rid of it. We're not having a business meeting having a pastor election tonight, and I'm glad. says so that humbly walk before the Word of God. It's planted it in your hearts. Why? Because it has the power to save your soul. Don't just listen, do it. I'm okay. it's 8: eight fifteen, it's that's the, the quittest I've ever fasted. <laughs> it's the fastest I've ever quit. <laughs> and before I pray and tell you shake hands and be friendly, the Lord loves you. Boy, I'm going you talk about a Christian's not supposed to gamble. But I'm finishing a gamble. (laughs) I'll ask you if you have any questions on a Wednesday night, on a hard hitting Wednesday night. Is there any questions? Or any of his cohorts. You know why? Just to be clear, I don't like thieves. Mario Murillo, he's a pretty good guy. But he better cut his affiliations or he's going to lose. (laughs) There's no room for that So I'll say that's a question. I am man with you. But if Mario Murillo doesn't cut his relations to the heretics, it's going to corrupt him. Mario's not special because God's no respecter of persons. I mean, this is Wednesday. I love my people. I am blunt because I want you to understand nobody is special. Nobody is special. You can't hang out and agree with the heretics and be unaffected. Mario is just as capable of backsliding and corruption and falling as anybody else. I don't understand how a man that's as full of truth and as full of the word as that man is can hang out with devils. But that's what he's doing, they're devils they're devils. Don't I, I don't care who likes it. They're devils. Nobody is special. I'm not special, you're not special, he's not special, or anybody else is special. The word of God applies to all of them. Period. That's why that's what I would say tonight. Who else? What else? Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, we ask you tonight that, it, that you watch over it. <laughs> you said you watch over your word to perform it. Lord, I, I, I don't have to ask you, but I'm going to ask you to watch over your word. Lord, to make it grounded in the hearts of the people. Lord, for for what stirred and maybe upset that they'll just go to your word and settle it. Not because I said it, but because you said it. Lord, I pray that you would open the eyes of our understanding to the truth of your word in this desperate hour that we live in. Lord, it's a desperate hour that you know. Lord, and I pray in in your presence and in the presence of your people that, that you would pour out your spirit again, that you would illuminate your word again, that you would open the eyes of the, of, of, of the dim and the blind in, your, in the body of Christ, that you would raise up men and women of God that will stand without fear and without favor and proclaim what's true, that you would raise up an army of people that will stand for truth so that the world can be saved by the truth and the power of the word of God. Your word declares that it has the power to save your soul. Lord, I will pray tonight in the presence, in your presence again, that from the from the White House to the church house to the poor house to the state house, that every corrupt thing would be exposed by the light of the word. That every, that every high thing would be pulled down, that every stronghold would come, that every lying thief would be exposed in the political arena but more importantly your, your word declares that judgment must begin in the house of the Lord Lord clean your house and let your people say amen and we'll thank you for it in Jesus name amen and amen shake hands with somebody hug their neck tell them that you love them even if it's in faith